Takashi. Oh, yeah. Trippy Red. Takashi was an FBI informant, man. Yeah, he, he was a blood, though. He was talking with the Trey. The Trey White niggas was real. Yeah, they was real. But, but he was the face. Like, he was an informant. <laughs> he's a fucking, uh, what's that? What's that one nigga with the perm? The Reverend, he fat, man. What's that nigga's name? Yeah, Al Sharp. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one nigga with the perm. Yeah, the one nigga. I mean, the biggest blood in the fucking world, Lil Wayne and shit, used to be a crib. And I know they don't claim that nigga, but he claimed y'all. Birdman got a whole five star on his head and shit. Cause they got they ain't got nothing to do with blood. It's a five star on your head. Birdman the blood, so he put five star on his head. I mean, Birdman, Birdman really a gangster though, so they don't really. That niggas he claimed blood, man. Them niggas claim. All the gangsters claim blood. Birdman a do some gangster shit to certain people. <laughs> you know I mean, which is that's really everybody. You know what I mean? If, if if by gangster you mean kiss a nigga in the mouth who don't want to be kissed in the mouth, Yo, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of gangster <laughs> niggas out here doing that type of shit. <laughs> yeah, surprise, man. Get to some gangster shit. Speaking of gay gangster shit, like Don Lemon just did the gayest gangster shit I've ever heard of in my life. I just seen a news story about him. Nigga was in a bar. It was two dudes like who worked at a restaurant, and they was like, "Oh shit, that's Don Lemon." They sent him a drink and shit. He turned it down like, "Nah, I'm straight." Then walked over to one of them like, "Why, why you, why you messing with me? You want to fuck me or something?" So he put his hand down his pants like Don Lemon put his hand down Don Lemon pants, what? grabbed his dick and rubbed the nigga nose with it <laughs> like, like dick of pussy, nigga. <laughs> you want to fuck me? <laughs> what happened? Don Lemon assaulted the nigga. Yeah. He put his yeah. hand down a dude's pants? No, he put his hands down his own pants, grabbed his dick, and then brushed the nigga nose with it like, nigga. <laughs> you want to fuck me, nigga? Is that why you fucking with me? <laughs> you got to go. Bro, that's the most gangster shit I've ever heard in my life, man. No, I think you got to go, man. See, Definitely. All right, that nigga. Definitely. All right. Like, we, we, we... Hey, man. That nigga do that to me. I'm beating him to death with my bare hand. I, I ain't even popping that nigga. Like, no, no, you getting straight rights. Somebody, <laughs> if somebody puts, rubs their hand with your face with your dick, with the dick, or it's a drink. No, if a nigga touches his dick and then wipes my face with his hand after he does it. Oh, yeah. That's worse than spitting on me. Like, no, no, nigga, you gotta go. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that nigga need to be fired for that shit. You ain't going around doing that, man. That niggas just bought you a drink. Like, hey, Don Lennon, hey, man, you know? Right. <laughs> Fuck, and then you get all sensitive. Just like they they might have thought that nigga name was Fredo, man. When is Fredo? <laughs> they know the N-word. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sick of motherfuckers saying something is the N-word of their race. That movie came out 20 years ago. They've been calling us niggas for 200-something years. Yeah, definitely not the N-word. Definitely you're saying that to be an asshole, though. Like, it's some racist shit that you're saying to be an asshole. It's not racist. I'm with Cuomo. Well, Cuomo, my niggas. Because it's Italian, I guess that's... Everything's fucking racist. What? No, no. Like, to call an Italian dude, like, mafia shit, they, that, that's, they, that's their button. It, it's nowhere near what the N-word is for us, but for them, like, you know, white people don't have no button. You can't call a white person a cracker and he'd be ready to fight. Like, 
most, but like that's a sore spot for them. Like the people who not really with that shit try and distance themselves from it. So like, yeah, that's that's their button. It depends on which type of white people you talking about. You know, like it's hard. It's like it's hard to like if you call an African a nigger, he might not get as upset as a as an American born black person. Right? You see what I'm saying? So you can't really group all white people into one group because they all different groups of them been through different oppressions. So like just like Italians got they they don't like Fredo, I guess I never heard that before in Tenai, but or anything associating them with the mafia. Or anything that associated with mafia, it was being associated with a weak character, the fall guy. The, no, it's, the, it's the mafia I think, shit. I think if I call, I think it, if I call, no, it's the it's the mafia shit because you could call him a pussy, but you saying you your reference, you're associating me with a mafia family because I'm Italian. Like you call me a pussy, you call me a pussy. That that's different. That that's what it is. Like it, but it kind of is. Though. Like that, they don't like that shit. What if I call Dirk Nowitzki a Nazi? I don't think Germans are real sensitive on that uh, Nazi shit like that. But white Hitler, people in general... Austrians are more sensitive than Germans because because Hitler was Austrian, not German. Mm. Do they not... If you call one of them a Nazi, they ready to go? Austria, no. Yeah. no, but you, you can't deny the oh, Holocaust. It's I, illegal to say the Holocaust never happened. Just to say it in Australia. You going to jail in Australia? If you go to Australia, and be like the Holocaust never happened, you going to jail. I don't think that's the case, bro. Australia, yes, in Australia, it's illegal to deny the Holocaust. Australia is the most racist, one of the most racist countries ever. Like that's surprising. I didn't know that either. I wouldn't say that, but I mean, but one of the things aborigines, like, <laughs> aborigines. But look, so... Let's get into it, man. Shit, we was having a good little conversation. Oh, go ahead. But, like, yeah. I know in Germany, they, they like, they real tough on Nazism. Like, you can't have Nazi uh, paraphernalia, you can't have swastikas, but that don't mean that it's illegal to be racist. Like, you can still be racist. So what they do, like, niggas that have Nazi tattoos, and they just color them in so it'd be, like, a block, so it's not a swastika. And instead of doing the how Hitler one arm up with the fingers pointed salute, they put a fist up. <laughs> Same shit. They just get around it. Shit crazy, man. Like, and listen, man. The Holocaust never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it on record anyway. It's like the we know. <laughs> putting that on wax. I'm putting that on wax, man. Put that. We should open every every episode like that. The Holocaust never happened. I mean, <laughs> welcome to Anthro Papaji, man. Not where the Holocaust never happened. Dog, nah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Black man don't cheat. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? You know, he kind of winning me over. Holocaust never happened. Black man don't cheat. Let's get it. Let's start. This is Anthro Papaji. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new intro. I like it, man. Everybody approve? Good, 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 man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all watch that Just Please the Hood? That's yeah, watch that, man. That's uh it's like a unauthorized biography of Jay Z. Bro, I I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like I I've been 
heavy into Snowfall. Like that shit just Snowfall hit me. I couldn't watch that shit before. It's on Hulu. Oh, so season one's on Hulu. Season one and two is on Hulu. Oh, shit. Oh hell yeah. Because I can't. Even, I got. I got a uh, FX on my TV. I can't watch season one. So hell yeah. I got Hulu though. So hell yeah. I'm watching. Yeah. Bro, that shit's so fucking good, man. Hulu, Hulu free with Spotify, man. Yep. Is it? Yep. yep. Damn, too bad I'm not they a coach. Hey, they shitting on title. <laughs> man. If I was a coon, I'd be all over that shit. Yeah, you couldn't, man. I, I, uh, I just up, I, you know, I was playing. Uh, you don't know the the because I got the vinyl of uh, Blueprint, and I uploaded that shit. And they shut my Instagram down. <laughs> Damn, so your 28 followers ain't going to be able to see that video? <laughs> I can't see it. So that's why I'm mad. That's the, that's the only reason I'm mad about this whole deal with Jay-Z got. Because now, man, anytime I want to watch the halftime show, I got to have title for that shit. <laughs> or you could not be a coon. Man. I, white man, man white man. Yeah, that's me. And I'm hitting that drop right there. As I sit on my ruby grapefruit white claw and listen white to my clam. listen to my Spotify, bro, I thought your man was coming. Nick, if you blow your fucking nose one more time, man. Wipe his nose. Wipe his nose. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> yeah, man. That's all right. Special shout out to the Trump administration for making America great again. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait uh, to was, edit that out. I was reading a Jay Z tweet, man. I'm on Twitter. Fuck you. Let's open up there, man. So, it's good comedy, man. It, Politics is. usual. You back at the episode at Throw Poppers, you where we mind and mind coaches. Lou Money, the Silk Man over here. Silk guy talk, but I ain't trying to get preachy. You know what I mean? Got Louis Newton. We got Vail Furies back in the fold. Got the, you know, fresh with the Dragon Ball Z sweater from uh, Dragon Ball Z land. Land sort of out, right? Dude, this nigga want to beat me so bad. Nigga, I am the, the resident nerd on this podcast, man. That's why they call me the find the nerd, man. You, you can't beat me. Stay in your lane. Nothing nerdy about Dragon Ball Z, man. All the real niggas fuck with Dragon Ball Z. All the nerdy niggas wear Sada Dragon baby fucks with Dragon Ball Z, Silk man. button-ups and shit to the club. <laughs> I, bought, I bought this with Sada Baby. Me and Sada Baby went together and got matching <laughs> Dragon Ball Z hoodies. On some gangster shit. <laughs> yeah, Sada Baby. I, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna front. Sada Baby, I wouldn't would not say he's not gangster. He doesn't dress the part, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, a lot of, a lot of, the tightest of pants on. It's a lot of gangsters not dressing the part, man. I mean, I ain't gonna touch on side of swag, man. I respect the swag. I respect the music. It's Detroit. Wait, <laughs> he the, the, the hardest nigga on East Side. He the hardest nigga on East Side. Maybe just maybe we are uh, missing a change in gangster culture because. I, I don't know about y'all. Like I heard a little bit of that Young Thug album, new one. Yeah, he was saying he had to wear the dress 
Because he had the stick on it. Yeah, he had the stick on him. Yeah, so. It's like, it's like on the Bulldogs, so, you know, when, uh, when, uh, when, uh, Bradley was like, well, you know, you got, you wear this dress, so you can hide what you need to hide from police. It, that, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, uh, <laughs> like, if I get in the shootout right now, I might have one extra clip in my pocket, but the nigga with the purse, he got mad extra magazines, man. <laughs> That nigga reloading for days. That nigga with the clutch over there. I don't want to run into the nigga with. I don't want to get out and get in the shootout with the nigga with the clutch. And don't let him have on the dress. You know he got. That on you, man. That got. That nigga got levers. That nigga. I ain't taller than your ass. The heels on, nigga. <laughs> you know how limber you gotta be to do all that shit in some heels, nigga. It's some uh, it's some scenes that were taken out of the wire because like Omar wasn't the most gangster nigga on the show. It was a nigga that wore heels that he was. <laughs> they had they had to edit him out because they didn't know where he was going with his storyline. He would they had a season six that nigga would have been in it. Oh shit! Hey, I remember I seen you. Did, y'all remember seeing that picture of Young Jock in a dress? Mm-hmm. Never. This was after he had the flip hair and all that. Like the, Some of the big Bill Clinton in a dress that Jeffrey Epstein. Young Jack don't wear dresses, man. Now, fuck all that. So, Young Jack, you know, this was after he got the, the perm to the side. Yeah, that shit was hot. That dude. shit was hot. That shit was hot. Yeah, I remember that. So, a little <laughs> bit after that, he was out on the streets and he was in a dress and shit. And niggas took a picture and everybody was roasting him. So, this nigga said, oh, shit, well... If I had a spear, I would be a Spartan. <laughs> and he got a point. Like Spartans wear wore dresses and shit. Like real like the gangster niggas are wearing dresses now. I'm just saying I'm happy. I'm not a gangster. Like I, I'm not trying to live that life. <laughs> One way or the other. Like I'm I'm good going to going to work in my nine to five and podcast. Spartans Spartans never wore dresses, man. Shout out to Draymond Green. Go green, man. It's it's a movement, man. Wolverines, I fuck with them too, though. Can't, oh, can't do both, bro. I definitely can, bro. Michigan is Michigan, man. All that civil and civil rivalry shit, bro. Y'all with the bullshit. Gotta pick a side. Uh, uh, you got, yeah, you, you kind of gotta pick a side, man. On both, man. Who's ever winning, man? <laughs> <laughs> I was Michigan, man. I'm cool with it. This nigga's a die easy fan. All right, man. True be told, basketball, I'm go green. Football, I'm go blue. I can do that. That's not, no, well, that's that's not how that works. <laughs> in the air now that Jawan Howard about to be the coach of the, uh, of the Wolverines. Yeah, and uh, Michigan State got all type of rape accusations. Yeah, that part. That's the rapey school. How do that feel, man? Like, did you go to Michigan State? <laughs> nah, bro. They don't give a fuck about your SAT score. Go. They give a fuck. So, so, how many women have you raped? Bank State, man. I ain't go to Michigan State. <laughs> oh, now you disavowing it, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a warrior, nigga. I ain't no Spartan. <laughs> Spartan crazy, right? just. You know, don't you got the Spartan S on your license plate, nigga? <laughs> nah, nigga, fuck out of here, man. You, you seem like the nigga who would. Hey, that's so the police don't pull me over. <laughs> nigga, they definitely gonna pull you over now. They gonna think you got a bitch in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey man, get it crack a lacking, man. This Jay-Z shit. Like, I don't know if y'all have heard, but Jay-Z just released a statement or in partnership with he's basically working with the NFL and he's gonna be part owner of a team. I've heard that too. And when they asked, like, oh, shit, well, well what about Kaepernick, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He said, oh, yeah, Kaepernick took a knee, and it was to raise a rare awareness for this brutality. And he went around the room and asked, do you know why he took a knee? He was like, yeah, for police brutality. Do you know why he took a knee? Yeah. Do you know why he took a knee? Yeah. Okay, so we're past taking a knee. Now we've got to move forward. And that's kind of what he was putting out there. All right. So... The NFL comes to Jay-Z. They turn, he turns it down. Then he comes out with the song, You Need Me, I Don't Need You, with the Ka- Kaepernick jersey on. That was bad optics. But they come back to him and say, not only you know, do we want you to be the Super Bowl halftime entertainment, we want you to run the Super Bowl halftime entertainment and other events for us, then also become owner of it. What you mean by bad optics? Bad optics was wearing the Kaepernick jersey, and now... You sign this deal with the NFL where yeah. you don't have Kaepernick involved at all. Like and then you allude to some conversation at his side to say it never happened. So that's where the problem comes in for me. But overall, I don't have an issue with it because it's I'm past where people are saying, hey, Kaepernick's gotta be involved in everything that happens when it comes to the NFL. I mean, other people are kneeling and they're still on teams. Maybe this nigga is just trash now. Maybe he's washed. Whoa, 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 whoa. You out the league three years. Listen. <laughs> okay, yeah, but that's that's if even if he is trash, he's trash now by default because they made him that way. I mean, you take anybody away from, from any sport for three years, they ain't gonna be as good as they used to be, or it's gonna take them a while to get back acclimated, you know what I mean? But be three you years older. You can't call him trash when when he when he was first couldn't find a job. He was like he just played the Super Bowl like two years before he couldn't even get a fucking job. Like he led the 49ers to the Super Bowl and he was like a year or two off of that. And then just nobody was like, oh, yeah, he's not even good enough to be a backup. You know, what I mean, like. Yep. That was complete bullshit. So I mean, Kaepernick was definitely black ball. I mean, I don't really I don't really have an opinion on the Jay-Z thing. Man. I think everybody's blowing it out of proportion. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, it's a business deal. You know what I mean? People, people are getting too emotionally tied into it. For me, I mean, I understand the whole thing about about uh, you know people want to boycott the NFL and they you know they they they, they see the racism in it. But if that's the point, then if Jay Z can't do a deal with the NFL because they're racist, right, or because of the racist owners, then we should get upset because of, for every black player that's still. Exactly. Taking the field and playing football because I mean, yep. they still helping the, them be a business, and Jay Z just eating off of it, man. People and, just get money, man. That's that's all it is, man. Kaepernick want to play, yeah. And Kaepernick still want to play. Kaepernick still asking for a job. So, how is Jay Z the bad guy for doing a deal with somebody? Like, he can't be like, well, yeah, I do the Super Bowl job, but somebody better sign Kaepernick. That's that's distasteful. It's just, you know, I mean, you don't, you don't, if I'm Kaepernick, I don't want a job because Jay-Z 
you know, refuse to do the the, the Super Bowl halftime deal unless somebody gave me a job. I want somebody to give me a job because you earned. It. I mean, they recognize my talent. They see I still got it, and they got a place for me. They see a spot on their team where I can actually be helpful. You know what I mean? And as that night, I I feel like Jay Z becoming part owner of a team is going to make that easier to happen than him not becoming part owner of a team. Him just saying. Oh, the NFL came to me again, but Kaepernick ain't got no job, so fuck the NFL. That's stupid. That's so short-sighted. And, like, all the pieces I'm hearing, like, Bomani Jones wrote a piece. Um, God damn, what's her name? From Detroit. Jamel Hill. Jamel Hill wrote a piece. And she also from Michigan State. I wonder how many women she raped. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Perry's doing all the raping, man. Right. <laughs> but, but the point is, like, they wrote these articles, and, like, they were very thoughtful articles. They didn't really – they didn't give undue criticism to Jay-Z. I mean, they took him for what he is, a cold, calculated businessman, you know, even using some quotes from his music to, to support that. But their main argument is – Colin Kaepernick wasn't involved. That's their main argument. And it's, I get the standpoint of like, oh, he didn't consult with him. He didn't have a conversation with him before he got into this deal with him. But, oh, he doesn't have a job now. That's why we shouldn't, we shouldn't deal with him. That doesn't make any sense. And maybe he's not talking to him because that might be some kind of conflict of interest right now. If after the fact they, they, uh, Look! Look at him for a potential job with the with the whatever organization Jay Z owns. All right. Oh. So y'all are both wrong, and I'm going to explain why. You said, "Oh, the big thing is Kaepernick doesn't have a job, so he shouldn't do with whatever he was doing because Kaepernick." Did. No, the the problem isn't that. Well, no, you, you kind of stumbled on it. The problem is that Kaepernick doesn't have a job. But the bigger problem than him not having a job is why he doesn't have a job. The NFL has nothing to do with police brutality. That's what Kaepernick was trying to draw attention to. That has nothing to do with the NFL. The NFL blackballed him for trying to draw attention to police brutality. They kicked him out of the league. Oh, you or you want black people to stop getting shot by the police? You can't play with us no more. You out of here. And then all these people started coming to his defense like, yo, that's fucked up. That's kind of racist. Like, y'all, are, y'all let people in the league who beat their wives, who kill people. They could come back and play football. But this guy says, Maybe the police should stop shooting unarmed black men and he can no longer play in the league. Yeah. We see where y'all at. That's fucked up. Jay-Z was one of the people who was behind him. Just like you said, he wore the Kaepernick jersey. He was supporting him. He had conversations with him. He told Travis Scott not to do the Super Bowl. He said, I don't need the NFL. The NFL needs me. He was right. The NFL needs him. But not for the halftime show. The NFL needs him to not look racist anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not gonna go off on a uh limb and say that this is Jay-Z, but I'm gonna say that this happens. Like, you don't have to be white to further white supremacy. We're gonna get into that a little bit later, but 
if the NFL is taking that stance, if those owners are racist and they are dealing in white supremacy, you don't have to be white to help them push that along. Jay-Z is the black friend who the racist white guys call to prove they're not racist. They're not doing anything different. The, the beef everybody had with the NFL, again, was not police brutality. It was the guy speaking up for police brutality got kicked out of the league. So all are punishing the people who are speaking up for police brutality, and that hasn't changed. So my whole point, not, not what Jay-Z is saying. That's not where I want to get to. But my whole point is, so this would all, like I said before, this will all be solved if Kaepernick had a job. Like if, if somebody would have tried him out and he he was all he was almost in the running. Like if the, if the Raiders would have put him on on their uh, training camp for hard knocks and everybody would have saw, oh, this nigga's trash now. Okay, yeah. Everybody- I, I see what you're saying. That's not the case, though. Number one, for me, even if Cap did have a job, I already know I know who y'all are. I'm still not fucking with you. I'm good. But they did Cap doesn't have a job, not because, oh, he tried out and he's not good enough and we like this person better. They weren't even trying him out. Like it's people who needed quarterbacks, who needed backup quarterbacks, and he was better than the people they were going to get. Yeah. It, they paid him money because he could prove this shit. Like it's it's not it's a matter of fact at this point. Like that's what happened. But Jay Z was saying fuck the NFL for that reason because he spoke up and they stopped fucking with him. And now he's saying that oh I'm trying to work out police brutality. What's the next step to move this forward? If you my nigga, you you make a stance and saying police shouldn't get shouldn't shoot black people for no reason and your company fires you and I support you, I'm like, yeah, fuck your company. Fuck them niggas. If I want to do something to support, to stop police brutality, I'm not going to do it with your company. I can do that on my own. I don't need your company to make that stand. So I'm not mad at Jay-Z for being part owner of a team. I'm 100% okay with that. You're a hypocrite, but I'm 100% okay with it. But what I'm not okay with is you're tr- you trying to frame it as I'm trying to forward this issue that was built on the back of this player who's still not in the league. Like, you you can't yeah, use mean, that. Just say, yeah, no, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an owner. I'm trying to be an owner. Just right. say that. Listen, 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 man. Listen, listen, man. First off, man, like, you can't, you can't tell him. You can't say that he's, like, everybody, like, this is this whole country is based it is 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 flooded with white supremacy. So like, you can't yeah. do anything without further white supremacy. Like, Damn. pretty much any Damn. fucking job you work is <laughs> further white supremacy because white people own everything. You see what I'm saying? And the only way we can reposition ourselves to try to take back some type of power, right, is by is by you know what I mean you know what I mean if especially if we not. Like, cause nobody wants to do the start their own league thing. That's what they should have did. They, they, it shouldn't be no Super Bowl collaboration. The the black players that still kneeling or whatever they or however they protest in the um the police brutality thing and standing with Kaepernick, they shouldn't have to do that in the NFL. They should be able to do it on their own platform and own network because there's enough powerful like black people. We are entertainment, and it should be easy yeah. for Jay Z, who's officially a billionaire now along with people like Puff Daddy who was trying to purchase the team just 
a year or two ago who was trying to uh, purchase the Panthers. It should be easy for them to go start their own network, just like whoever that was, that, that new arena football league they got started up. And that's that's that league is steadily growing in popularity. One of the one of the guys from there just got a, a, a deal and got signed to the NFL. So even if it's not like NFL level, it's at least collegiate level where scouts is taking on the talent there and considering them for the NFL. But if all the black players, like, because I mean, I mean, if you you have a league full of white players in the NFL, but you're gonna have a bunch of quarterbacks, so really all that they're good at is just standing in the pocket and throwing football. <laughs> You take Tell all the black players. Like, we got quarterbacks. We got quarterbacks way more athletic. All the players, the most talented players in the NFL are all black players. If they all really stood with Kaepernick, if Jay-Z and everybody was really standing with Kaepernick and they really wanted to change, they would have just started their own league. But that's not what they're doing. And you can't really that's, – that's really a huge jump to take, and I understand that. But I don't respect it, but I understand it. You know what I mean? So I'm not mad at Jay-Z because Jay-Z was never the type of person to me in my eyes who would take – a huge step like that where it wouldn't look where you wouldn't even it wouldn't even look like cooning even if that's not his intentions to be a coon or a hypocrite it wouldn't even look like that he's never really escaped me as that type of person like you know what i mean he you know what i mean like jay-z makes pop music jay-z has openly said you know what i mean he could be talib he could be like nas but you know he going where the money at he gonna make music where the money at and this is consistent with Jay-Z's character to make yeah. a deal with the NFL because that's where the money is. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Exactly. He's not, he not trying to he not trying to sell us out. But at the same time, you know what I mean? It's a he good move for him. It's a good move for him and his family. And he can he can put people in position like him standing outside the NFL. You know what I mean? Because if, if we not going to start our own black league right. and we just going to let the NFL exist, then he and, and we cool with that, and we all gonna still watch Super Bowl. We all still gonna watch football every Sunday. We Not might me. as well. There's, I see nothing wrong with Jay Z collaborating with them yeah. and potentially, potentially using his position and power to put other people in position of power. Well, look, but, all right, say one last thing. Everybody uses these quotes about how money hungry he is and all that stuff, but the quote I keep going to in my mind about his lyrics when it comes to this thing is. In uh, 444, on the song Legacy, where he said, create a society within society. That's major. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I don't have titles, so I don't know the other part of that lyric. But <laughs> that's what he's doing here. So, I mean, this is going to create more opportunity. You know, I mean, you've already seen his track record as far as what he's done in terms of entertainment, making mini series about Khalif Broder, about Trayvon. They argue with the track record. Meek Mill, about, you know, about Meek Mill's deal. So I'm very hopeful about what he's doing and what this represents for the NFL. I don't see this as him just being the token black friend or black boyfriend. And let me add this. So I'm glad you said that. And Vale touched on this too. That just shows the kind of differences between us. Like you're hopeful. I'm a cynic. I, I don't believe it until I see it. One last Jay-Z lyric, believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. Like, I, I ain't listen to none of that shit he talking. When stuff actually starts happening, I'll judge it on that. But you said that uh, he's trying to start a society in a society for the betterment of us. Vale said you can't change the system from outside the system. This will make it easier for people to get into the system that brings us to our next topic. I'm not sure how many people heard this. It wasn't as widely reported as I thought it would be. 
but there was a black judge who is going to prison. Like she is was found guilty of uh shit, what was the actual charge? See, didn't it, it was uh, her sort brother was a, a correctional officer. That's what she did. What was the I'm trying to find the actual charge though. She she uh gave him some documents that had to do with his uh the investigation on him for what he did with the Exactly. With, uh, That's what she did. And, I'm not sure what they actually and, charged. All right, all this going to get cut out. Shit, that's more work for me. In 2014, she was convicted of a felony count of unlawful interest in a public contract for giving confidential records to her brother. So, this black judge gave these confidential records to her brother who was going through his own work shit. He was getting reprimanded. He was being disciplined for assaulting an inmate. He was... Uh, like a guard, I don't know if they call them guards, but he worked at like a, a, a juvenile facility and has assaulted one of the kids. And this judge gave him information about that child's family in his case and all this other shit that he shouldn't have had ahead of his disciplinary hearing. Oh, she said she was just looking out for her brother and blah, blah, blah. But think about it from the kid's perspective. You're getting assaulted by a guard in some form or fashion, you did the right thing. You had to tell somebody, like, you have your chance at justice and have this guy disciplined, but the justice system is against you. It's another judge who isn't white. The guard who assaulted you isn't white. Like, this is a classic case of white supremacy, the just us system prevailing even when the people who are involved in it are minorities. Like, you don't have to be white to further white supremacy because this justice system is built and based in white supremacy and they're just furthering it. It was so bad that what makes it even worse, she wasn't like a judge who was, okay, I'm going to be calm, cool, and collected and accept whatever the law gives. No, she appealed that shit a hundred times, which, okay, yeah, but even after she lost... She's screaming in court. They had to drag her out of the courtroom. They would have added 10 years on some, on just a, on you or my shit. But no, she just gets six months. She doesn't get held in contempt of court because she's still part of that system. But she's black. And you, the, the first thing she said was, oh, it's racially motivated. And it fucking probably was. So let me ask you. So you said, help me understand this. Um, She's an eight. The system is, is, is white supremacy. Is it white supremacy because most of the people in jail are black? Is that why you're saying this is an issue? This is a, another instance of, of white supremacy and us being an agent of it because they had um, the authority. She had the authority to get this information to them. That makes it white supremacy or I don't. OK, it's white supremacy because the system itself is stacked against black and poor people. Like, you have less of a shot at justice if your skin looks like mine or if you don't have money. So You know, the kid that uh, was black that, uh, that, the, that the guard had a problem with? I'm sorry? Do we know that the kid was black that, I mean, odds are he was, but do we know for sure that the kid was black that he had the, 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 uh, the guard had an issue with? Oh, you know, that is a good question. I just assumed <laughs> right. it was a black kid. But 
even if it wasn't, like, this is the system. This is how white supremacy works. Like, sometimes, like I said, it's not just black people. It's all minorities and poor people. So poor people get up, get caught up in the system of white supremacy, too. So it, it actually doesn't matter. They're not releasing the identity of the juvenile because it's a juvenile, but come on. We, 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 know, we know how this goes. But like I said, it's because the system itself is unfair to us. And you are one of the reasons that it's unfair. You got caught making it unfair, but the difference is you're black. Right. So you go to jail for getting caught making the system unfair. Right. <laughs> That's a good point. She probably wouldn't go to jail otherwise. You're a victim and a perpetuator of white supremacy. Yep. That's a Sounds good like Jay-Z. Oh, man. Stop Hope. it. Stop it. <laughs> Hope is the truth, man. Shouts out to Jay-Z, man. Black billionaires. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Billionaire. Just just hire some black people a title, man. Please. Yeah, you know what? I ain't got title. It's a trash app and only only black employees are Jay-Z and Beyonce. So you think you're gonna do something <laughs> different with the NFL? Yeah. I mean he don't it's that's a little bit different. You know what I mean? Title is like you know what I mean? I think I don't know. I'm not gonna say white people started streaming, but it's something they can do. No, black, white people black, not nine. white people not really good at football that much. You know what I mean? Even <laughs> I mean, other than other than coaching, they're not really that good at it. So it's like he doesn't have a choice. If he's gonna own yeah, a team, he's, he's gonna lead them successfully. He has no choice but to hire black people. Yeah, black people on the field for the field niggas. Right. Also Fielding for coaching for management. There's a lot of black presidents. In football, no, oh, there's a, yes, there are. It's, wait, it's no, there's it's a, not a lot of black people in the front offices. That's why they have the rookie okay. rule. Okay, if you if you talking about like the spread out, but there there are plenty of black people in the front office. You have to have some, unlike title. Title doesn't have any. So I'm just saying. You just good. said Jay Z and Beyonce. That's I, more than the NFL got. The NFL got one. <laughs> the NFL just got Jay Z. They ain't get Beyonce a job enough. Exactly. <laughs> and no black to, owners. They tried to. Beyonce performed at the Super Bowl before. <laughs> yeah, she was corny. Yeah, man, we gonna have Solange. Solange getting the whole fucking Super Bowl this year by herself, man. Yeah, I watched that. Oh, yeah, the whole halftime. Solange gonna do her whole album. <laughs> I heard her album was trash, though. You great. Then they gonna write a. They gonna do an elevator song together. They're going to they gonna come down on the elevator. They, this shit going to be epic. <laughs> shit. Speaking of new music, what, what, what have y'all heard? Y'all, what, what y'all been listening? Because a lot of shit done dropped. Y'all done heard anything? Uh, last, I think the newest thing I listened to was E-40 new shit. Uh, I didn't, everybody hyping it up. I really didn't like it that much, to be honest. You know, even I, I like he, he fucked with the city on there. He do got a, he do got a song Jeez. on there with damn near everybody from the city. He got Payroll. He got Sada Baby. He got peasy, you know. I got it's red flags with peasy when with me. You know what I mean? I don't want to speak too much on that situation. You know what I mean? That and uh, somebody else on there. Connection is real. Somebody else on there. I think T Grizzly on there. It might not be. I don't know. I you think know. he is too. What about you, Lou? 
Uh, that new uh, Sway Lee and um, Drake song is that's probably about to be the uh, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a banger for the rest of the summer going into fall. That won't be late. That's that's fire. That that uh, Young Thug album is cold. Except for that super suspect ass bar on Submate, it's a pretty good album, man. That shit bangs. Pause. He got uh, a couple super suspect ass bars. Like I listen to like the first five songs. Like he. He say on that bitch like uh, I, I fucked the whole crew and shit like like and I didn't take it as I'm running through her crew like it, it sounded like just his crew like yeah he fucked his whole crew what which that on there yeah uh, and he got the whole up mate I bleed mate he bled mate what's up mate? <laughs> that's just sounds so great you don't you don't have to sing mate fuck my class mate. That's mate. <laughs> I, I listened to. Uh, okay, I thought that I, I listened to the new Ross album. It didn't move me at all. And I was so uninspired by it. It it was so decent. Yeah, it's decent. I haven't listened to it uh, since last weekend. I was I was listening to it last weekend, but I, I'm still mad he took uh, Pusha T verse off of that song with that right. Wayne because. You gotta let niggas go, man. Like, cause Drake had Drake took shots at Push on, on a song, but he ain't pulled a song. Uh-huh. I mean, so that was trash. And uh, what else? Oh, T Grizzly inside of Baby got a song out called Next Up. Okay, I got fuck. I ain't heard that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh shit! I found the uh, that nigga four two Doug. Oh yeah, four four gang in this bitch. Four gang in this. Four gang in this bitch. Yeah. That's my nigga, man. He, he got hits, man. Eddie from the hood. He like we grew up like, well, I'm not, you. This is just me and Luke. We grew up on Roxbury though, and we never thought we hear that shit like shouted out on a song and ocean like maybe like meringue like you you had tone tone like he was pop, but he was shouting out like our streets. I was hype as hell when I heard that, man. We gotta show my nigga folks who in this bitch, Fogain in this bitch, throw it up. Fogain in this bitch, Fogain in this bitch. Hey, I'm Whittier, I'm Wayburn, I'm Late Point, I'm Roxbury. I don't fuck with none of these whole niggas, that's the same shit they got Moxbury. What I want to get to is uh, uh, the Attorney General Bob Barr. Went to the fraternal police order, whatever that shit's called, talking about some, we're going to be tough on crime. And then a couple of days later, they had a shootout in Philly where six police officers got hurt, quote unquote. So now that's giving them a license to be tougher on crime. Oh, yeah, it was um, what the main thing Bob Barr was like, you can fly and then complain. So, and it Bill Barr? Uh, Oh, uh, no, it's Bob Barr. You think about Bill Burr. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about Bill Barr, the attorney general. This is Bob Barr. But anyway, um, his whole thing was cracking down on people, making sure they can fly. I feel like with this whole thing about that's going to make it even tighter as far as resisting arrest. Like any little thing you do, you can't even say anything. You can't even they're trying to make it that you can't even question why you got pulled over. You can't say, hey, let me speak to your supervisor. Hey, uh, you're going to take my license through this window because I saw there was a video 
out circulated a couple weeks ago where this guy said, hey, we're going to wait for your supervisor. He, so this guy got pulled over. He's got the cop on camera because he said, hey, you're tense to whatever. So, hey, here's my here's my license. He had his windows just slightly ajar. They're waiting for the supervisor to come. The supervisor comes, but they the cop doesn't even wait for the supervisor to come to him. He ends up grabbing the dude's window. Uh, yeah, his, his side window and janking his uh, his window off and pulling the dude out of the car. I feel like you're going to have more instances like that, especially after what Bob Barr said. And now or Bill Barr, whatever, some white guy, yeah. bar, white bar, nigga. Um, and what just happened in Philly? What y'all think? Uh, I don't think it's much of a difference. Like, honestly, when you consider you're right. what Trump has been doing since, like, when Trump was on a campaign trail, he went to the police union rally and was saying, hey, you guys are being too nice. Like, when you put people and the suspects in the car who haven't been convicted of any crimes and are presumed innocent, when you put them in the car, you put your hands on their head. You don't have to do that. Just knock them, knock their head against the car. Like, yeah. he was on, on that type. He said that. Then he hired Jeff Sessions, a known racist. Like, he was deemed too racist to her to hold, the, uh, I think, a position of a judge. Like, yeah. that, that was the reason they didn't give him the job, though, because they said he was too racist. Mm -hmm. he, he makes him the first attorney general. The only reason he was out of there is because he had to recuse himself over the Russia shit. So... He did the most damage. He was doing, like, he ended all the uh, FBI investigations into civil rights. Like, he ended, like, all the fucking uh, consent decrees, like, the shit that was in the works. Like, he's the really the one who was doing the most damage. And Will Barr, like, or William Barr, he's kind of just, he's more focused on protecting Trump. Like, that, that, that's what he's doing. And that, that's why they got rid of Sessions, because he couldn't do that. So he got William Barr. And this shit, I'm looking at this as just talk for the campaign. You know, because Trump is trying to drum up support. He's in a constant state of sucking his base's dicks. So it, I, I'm looking at is he's just trying to do that because that's what Trump wants him to do. I don't see any policy coming out of this. But... I mean, I mean, like, I mean, but people, there's been, are you blaming, let me, are you blaming Trump? You saying Trump is the reason all of this is happening or? Nah, I was just saying, uh, it's just ramping up the whole tough on crime vote. And what I gather from what you're saying is that, Hey, this is what they've been on. It ain't going to get any worse. He just following suit. Like he's doing the same shit that anybody. And actually I would say he's doing less because I haven't really seen, and maybe I missed something, but I haven't seen any actual policies that he's implemented to ramp that shit up. But like, the, yeah, that they've been they've been doing that shit. That that's nothing new. But yeah, man, white people been racist in there for a long time. Huh? Yeah, I was just I was just saying, white people been racist for a long time. That's all. It's a hot take, very so, but this goes to like, and we and we were all we were talking about that Royal Oak story where this white lady calls right. the cops on this kid in Royal Oak uh, because he looked at her suspiciously, and what comes out of that 
you sent me that video and I'm thinking like, oh, this is going to be like a three minute video. That video was 10 minutes long with them questioning this kid who, first of all, had on some, <laughs> excuse me, some sunglasses. So how she even know he was looking at her suspiciously? It was just, oh, they kind of look like some buffs. And she probably was triggered because it's like, oh, this nigga dope dealer. And I'm a, I'm a I'm a meth addict, and I'm scared you gonna know, come over here and try to sell me some drugs. And just like if this nigga was trying to sell me a mixtape, I'm gonna be forced to buy this shit, and then I'm gonna be on meth again or some shit. It's bruh, 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 I got was he suspicious because he had a six pack of white claw with him, and she thought bruh. he was trying to seduce her. Bro, I gotta chime in on this because I seen something similar to this happening like real life, man. I was um. I was working night shift in uh, at, at Highland Park at the time. Shit. And uh, but damn, I don't know what time it was. It had to be on like my eight o'clock break, man. We had so much freedom over there. It was so fucking beautiful. I was out doing a lot of shit that it wasn't even my break time on. So I'm not exactly sure what time it was. But I think it was about eight, man. I was at a, it was a CPS and Ham CVS and Ham Dramic on Joseph Campo, man. Mm-hmm. You know if you're familiar with that area, you know and. Uh, I was uh, I was meeting somebody up there to I, I don't even remember what for though. But I was meeting somebody at the CVS, and um, this whole fucking transaction took place where it was this black girl. She's with her boyfriend, and uh, he was he was one of the girls who worked at CVS. A white girl worked at CVS. Her boyfriend was was obviously doing a drugs transaction. You know I could tell because I'm right. no, I'm no stranger to to you know the black market activity. And, uh, you know what I mean? So, like, he, uh, you know, he got in her car, right? Now, right. his girlfriend getting jealous and getting mad. And, like, you know, she, like, you could tell she, like, fussing at him. She don't want him, um, uh, how, how should I say this? She don't want him, uh, trying to make a dollar out of 15 cents, right? So, like, she, like, she, like, she, like, you know, getting mad. And plus, she think he probably fucking a girl, too, you know what right. I mean? So, they ain't making no better. So, she she but black she, man don't cheat. We know this. Right. That's she causing a scene, right? And now this ham tramming, ham tramming small. The police is right. literally around the fucking corner from the CVS, like probably two minutes away if you slow drive, right? And uh, so the so the police end up getting called, right? So the black dude uh, hops off the car, he runs off or some shit like that. And the white girl who was trying to buy some cocaine, more than likely, you know, I mean something opium. You know, what I mean he got that opium epidemic. Happening in the white community, sadly. You know what I mean? uh, well, go ahead. But uh, yeah, she she played it off like, yeah, he just he just hopped in my car. I don't know who he is, oh. and all this other stuff. And then like, her he took his girlfriend keys, right? And her car, <laughs> her car is blocking the white girl's car, and you know? so it was like a oh. big fucked up little incident, man. But the little white girl was playing crazy, like I don't know him. He just hopped in my car, right. and the black girl telling off. She like, yeah, right. You was buying drugs. You were fucking Damn. And the shit was just, you know what I mean? But of course, they believe the white girl, you know what I mean? Because that's just the way life works in America, you know what I mean? But yeah, I seen that shit. I sat in the car and just watched the whole thing, you know what I mean? Before I went back to work, you know what I mean? Like, Bro. I didn't have a job. It was it was epic, man. So, like, this shit is real life, man. You gotta be careful out here, man. Some shit like that happened to me. Like, nobody had to call. Like, you know, this was when I was working with you. We was at the plant or whatever. We was working afternoons, so... I would get home probably about, what, one in the morning, two in the morning, something like that. So I get home and 
I was uh I, I was smoking a cigarette. Like I was in the car because don't smoke in the house. So I'm sitting in the car. I actually left out of the house, went to the car to smoke. It was like it was cold. So sitting in the car, I'm smoking. A police officer, like I, I live in the burbs, like. It's hills behind the name of the city. You, I'm in the hills and shit. Like I'm from Detroit. I'm from the east side. I'm from the hood. I live in the hills now. Like it, I made it out. So that's not always welcomed. So again, I'm sitting in the car. I'm smoking a cigarette. It's late at night. Police is coming through our apartment complex, and they see me in the car, shining light all in my face. I'm back then, so I'm facing them. I see the whole thing he comes up to my car and he's like what what are you doing here i'm like i live here i'm smoking we i don't smoke in the house so he's like uh which house do you live in i'm like that one right there the one i'm in front of so he's got his lights on so my my girlfriend she sees the light so she's coming out she's like what's going on he asked me to step out the car i'm like uh for what like i i don't even i don't even think i had the keys i'm like i'm not driving i'm just sitting in my car smoking a cigarette. Well, there have been people breaking in cars out here. Okay, you know what? I'll get out. So I I get out. The first thing he does is grab my arm and try to put me in an arm bar. He's kind of a small dude, so I don't know what's going on. Like, he's trying to, like, put me in an arm bar and slam me on the hood, but I'm just standing there like, Bro, what, what are you trying to do? Just, just let me know. Like, I do what you want me to do. But look, I could, like, I, when he grabbed my arm, I saw the fear in his eyes. Uh-huh. And that fear was fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Like, and, oh, shit. Like, so look, the reason he couldn't put me in the arm bar, number one, he, he was small. But number two, he was only grabbing me with one hand. Like, he was trying to do grab my wrist and then use his elbow to kind of manipulate my arm but his other hand was on his fucking gun oh wow bro and my girlfriend is screaming at him like he lives here stop what what are you doing like what's going on to stop and i'm telling him like bro what do you want just just tell me just talk to me what you want me to do like so he's like okay lean up against the hood so i, I do that shit he put me in handcuffs put me in the back of the car i'm sitting back there for fucking a half an hour Damn. two more cop cars comes no, for no reason. Wow. They say, oh, well, yeah, it was it was cars getting broken into in the area. When, uh, when, how long ago was this? This was, what, uh, I was probably about a year and a half ago. Oh, wow. Man, I was, uh, walking up, I, I did an open mic, uh, uh, just on a Wednesday, so it was a quiet-ass night in this area out here in Houston, uh, called uh, River Oaks supposed to be like nice area or whatever cops was uh I'm going to my car cop walks up to me and says hey man um do you need any help getting to your car sir I'm like no nah, I'm good so I just uh cause hey they towing cars around here so be safe man I'm like oh man you told me just in time cause I was gonna go grab a drink so right. so this cop actually was very helpful to me and uh, made sure that my car didn't get towed. So then I got in my car and I left. I'm a white, white devil's, devil's advocate. advocate. White devil's advocate, man. They love me, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, to, to, to be honest, though, like, full disclosure, 
I had a couple bad incidents like the one I described, but from that point on, like, shit, I got a, a mom car now. Like, I kind of aged out of the... I, I'm not on the lodge with it in the charger and shit. Like, I, I got the car seats in the back and shit. They, I, I've gotten warnings. I've never got a warning before. If I got pulled over, they was trying to take me to shit. Like, but, but, yeah, so yeah. I, I can't hate on them too bad. Like, I, I don't... I almost got shot only twice. I've been put over like eight times. <laughs> Two out of eight for me? Like, I, I can live with that. I, I'm not cool with y'all, but it's better than that. But um, keeping with the same shit, it, it, the other thing that happens when you get these white people calling police on black people and black and police officers unduly harassing black people it that that's a part of white supremacy i hate to keep hearkening on this one thing but it's prevalent like there was just a story literally uh it was in tennessee a black kid stole a beer like he took a beer ran out of a fucking store and the the clerk and he looked like he might have been indian not white but you don't have to be white to further white supremacy. He ran out the store. The Indian guy went out there, shot, emptied the clip at him, came back in the store, told the customers, I think I shot him. And nobody called 911. Nobody called the police. Kid died. He bled out in a fucking... They found his body two days later in the field, not too far from the store. Oh, man. Died alone. Off of a two dollar beer, they're not doing that to white kids. Right, it's not happening. I mean, because I mean, it's just it's just the whole makeup of the media and the way they portray stuff, man. So it's like, even when the uh, foreigners come over here, the immigrants, you know, while we need to hurry up and build that wall, lol joke. That's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man. Even the seriously though, even the foreigners, man, when they come over here. They, they don't value our lives or see our lives as any value because of the way the media portrays it. You know what I mean? If anytime, anytime a black guy is suspected of a crime or, or anything, he's a thug, he's not a teenager, he's not a father, he's not a husband, nothing. He's just a thug. And they, they don't write the script that way for, for white folks. And they don't portray as many negative images in the media. Even when we talking just movie and fictional TV shows and stuff like that. And even when they do portray a negative image of a white person, like like Tommy's character in power. Like, Tommy's a drug dealer. He kills people, a lot of people. But that's only there's only so many white characters like that. While majority of the black characters on, on TV are Tommy's. But there's so many positive. There's so positive. There's so many positive white images on TV. They when they do sprinkle a few negative ones in there, right? It does. It has no effect. Just like there's so many negative images of black people on TV that when they sprinkle a few good ones in there, and the black community gets all hyped about it, like oh look, Disney got a black princess. Oh look, Disney about to have a black mermaid. But that's just gonna have no avail because there's there's so many negative ones out there that Disney and all the other little rich, you know. Uh, Jews and whoever who control the media, or whatever. When they when they put when they put one or two positive black images out there, it doesn't have an effect. Because there's, there's way more negative ones. You understand what I'm saying? So this is why you have Indian clerks gunning down black kids who are obviously Jews, running, like away, running away. I mean, dude, what's the difference, man? 
Um, oh shit! Wait, real quick. That I, I forgot about this. Like did that same exact? No, not even the same exact shit. But this just shows you how little they care about. Like you said, our, our, how little they value our life. Like to be fair, um, let me say this part. That Indian dude, he um went to jail. He got charged. I believe he even got convicted. But the same exact thing. Not exact, but the same sort of situation happened in Detroit on uh, Southfield and um, Joy Road. Yeah, I think that was Joy Road. Ain't that where that McDonald's is? No, Joy Road is where the money long is six mile, brick mile. <laughs> right, but everybody from Detroit, like if you're from over there, uh, not probably you good if you're up, but you know not to go to that McDonald's and that fucking gas station. Over there. Mm-hmm. You getting robbed? Like they, 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 they that's what they do over there. But the gas station, you can't even go in the gas station because somebody stole a bag of chips, ran out of the gas station, and the clerk came from behind the counter, behind the bulletproof glass, didn't chase him. He just shot out of the door, just started shooting out of the door and killed somebody who had nothing to do with it, who was just about to come in the store. That's horrible, man. Shit is fuck. That's how little they value our lives. Right. And even if you do convict him and send him to prison for the rest of his life, that doesn't change the culture. Mentality. That 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 it doesn't change white supremacy yes. to where you feel that you where that's even an option. Like a dude steals a dollar bag of chips, you're ready to take his life. It's like uh the well, you mentioned that what came to, in my in my mind was that scene in uh, "Don't Be a Menace to Society" while drinking your juice in the hood, where where the uh, Marlon where uh, Marlon Wayne's and Sean Wayne's character they're in the in the store and they're on their heavy scrutiny and they all like hurry up and buy right. a white guy who's stealing all this shit and yep. they even give him more shit. You know, so and that's just how it is. Yeah, it's like we're viewed as being vermin, and like this is they're in our neighborhood selling us. Oh shit! And they're um, you know, they're viewing us as the enemy, even though we're the ones uh, supporting their businesses. Like going into a beauty supply store, you uh-huh. you walk it into the beauty supply store, you see all these pictures of these beautiful black women with Brazilian wavies and and all these bundles at <laughs> length, and you walk in that motherfucker, and it's this Asian lady. Give you a sour ass face, and not only that, but they black people are starting to try to, or not starting to try, but they're they're actually doing that. But they charge them, they charge us higher prices if we're trying to open a store. Like yep. we don't get the fucking deal that they get. Yep. Like we gotta, it's more. But it's funny you should say the uh, the white guy stealing shit because if I'm not mistaken. Didn't that exact thing happen when that uh, Jussie Smollett shit came out? When the brothers was buying the noose in the fucking kerosene or whatever they poured on, like they was in the store. What didn't a white dude get caught like stealing shit <laughs> while they're paying for that shit? Big Jussie. Um, what else we want to get into, man? So uh, I think that's about it for for this episode. We can kind of round it out. We'll see. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Well, one more thing. One more thing. I did want to get into uh, this news story I came across that was hilarious and sad at the same time. 
more, probably more hilarious to say, but this guy in Hawaii, a Hawaiian dude, he uh, got arrested for something or other. He, um, and he was guilty of shit. Like, I think he stabbed, like, two or three people. Yes. So, like, they got to fight. Incident. Say what? It was a road rage incident. Right, exactly. Road rage. He ended up stabbing and poking a couple people up. But he went to court and he actually wore blackface to court. Like they said he might have they he got his hands on a sharpie or something and like completely blackened his face with the sharpie. But he did it because he was being treated like a black person. That was his argument, that he was being treated like a black person. And this shit is so prevalent that it's kind of a running joke where it's not even like a question anymore. It's just a matter of fact that black people get treated shittily by the justice system. Mm-hmm. But that's because they're supposed to, man. Nigga, what? All right, look, man, look, what y'all don't understand is, or what a lot of people don't understand is, and I, I bring this story up so much, you know what I mean? I feel like I tell this story all the goddamn time. But uh, anyway, man, like, y'all got to understand when when the immigrants, man, I hate people talking about the immigrants. <coughs> hurry up, build the wall. <coughs> hurry up, build the wall. <coughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, my God. But seriously, man, seriously, though, man, I love Mexicans anyway. But, uh <laughs> But yeah, y'all gotta understand, man, when the immigrants come over here and they get a green card and they get their citizenship explained to them, and you know what I mean, they get all these rights and these privileges and this documentation, they are told and explained, it is explained to them, you know, they understand, they know that they get a, a handout that we don't necessarily receive. They know that they got back in from their country, uh, some of them, even when they come over here, that we don't receive. So it's like, when he's saying, I don't know that that's true. <laughs> that's that's true, man. But you know, what I mean, I'm not going. I don't want to get into it. You know, what I mean, everybody got Google, man. You know, what I mean, look it up. You know, what I mean, whatever. You know, what I mean, those who know, if you know, you know, man. Like Pusha T say, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't put my nigga Pusha in your bullshit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Pusha. Like my man Pusha say, build that wall. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure Pusha and no malice stand with me, man. But anyway, and I mean, y'all. Well, Pusha no Spanish, bro. man. He deal with the Colombians. Listen, listen, you have to understand the social construct of a black mean. Black is not just some title like, oh, look, they look like that color, so let's call them black. Like white people don't don't are not white. If you stand a white person next to a cloud. You can obviously tell the difference. If you put me next, my beard don't look like me. That's why my beard stand out, because my beard is black, but my skin's not. Black, yellow, white, red, all that, all those colors, like those aren't just colors because it's like, oh, it's similar to the skin. Like that's a it's a it's a uh, fucking damn, I forgot the fucking right name of it, but anyway, it don't matter. But you know what I mean? It's like the it's like the Mostafa Hefni story. Who was an Egyptian, right? But East Africans are legally white people when they come over here. So when Mustafa Hefni applied for the grant that was being given to minority uh, business owners, he was rejected because even though he looked like all us three, he had our pigmentation, our hair texture, he was legally a white man over here. So when the Asian or the Hawaiian dudes in court saying, I'm getting treated like a black person, he means that. Like, Black people are not considered citizens when you read the Constitution. So he's being said, I'm being treated inhumane. So like that that's what his argument. So it's not that wild of an of a of a of a outroar 
for him to make when you understand what what it means to be black according to the Constitution and what it means to be yellow and white and all the other colors according to the Constitution because they all have their rankings. White is obviously the highest one, you know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? That's all that is, man. It's it's, it's no biggie. Just veil furious being the voice of reason as always, man, you know. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean, and then that was, it was, uh, it was an interesting thing I saw on CNN uh, that was talking about white supremacy and it alluded to what you said, like the different rankings and, and the whole thing about ethnicity and eugenics. Um, so, but it's like the nigga that's saying you're, they're superior had crow's feet and his teeth was all fucked up, man. You can't tell me you're a superior race and you look like this, bro. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get some Botox and, and get some fucking Invisalign, man, before you start talking to superior race shit. I am the superior race. Absolutely. I am the superior race. <laughs> so, man, like... That's, that's a good place to... That's a good place to end it, man. Um, one thing I do want to say about, about the NFL... Um, and, and um, you know, some things that we didn't necessarily get to that we can talk to next week um, is the whole relationship between the anthem and patriotism with the whole nationalism thing. Um, but that's something we can get into in the next episode is even though Jay-Z is going to be a part owner of a team and, and is responsible for the Super Bowl entertainment uh, even at that meeting, he's a billionaire. He's got on a $309,000 watch on his arm in this meeting where the commissioner is looking up to him for approval. Some guy asked him, hey, so when the anthem comes on, are you going to kneel or are you going to stand? So that's, you know, that's going to be something interesting to see. And then the whole thing about around the national anthem is going to continue to be a narrative. Uh, because and then we'll we'll get into that on a later date. Uh, but uh, as always, we up here mining and mining the culture. It's Lou Money out here in H Town, Silk Silk Man. You know what I mean? The Silk God, you know, Silk God talk. But I ain't trying to get preachy. You know what I mean? We got Louis Newton and Vel Furious in Detroit holding it down for another episode of Anthropology, where we mine and mine culture. Peace. Where can they find us? Oh, yeah, yeah, most indeed. You can find us on all streaming platforms. You can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Stitcher, um, uh, Anchor. And if you ever, you know, if you got, you know, got a review, we shout out five-star reviews. And if you have a question, uh, something you want us to talk about on the podcast, you can reach us at anthropopagy at gmail.com. Out of here, man. Peace. Uh, Deuces. We'll come back and see us. Peace. Deuces.